everyone. My name is Terry Abair, and this is my podcast. It's called I Have Things to Say. I'm a midlife career introvert who is much better at the written word, but I now invite you to join me on this adventure of saying the things I have to say. I'll tell stories, you'll find humor, plenty of awkwardness, maybe some unique insights, definitely all the feels from time to time. All of that comes together right here in this podcast because I truly believe we all have stories to tell and these are my stories. So thank you for being here. Here's what I have to say today. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of I Have Things to Say. My name is Terry Abair, and I am the one with all the things to say and the microphone apparently. <laughs> Today we're going to talk about doing a little, right? So sometimes, you know, if you can't do a lot, you can't do all the things, just do a little. Um, are you overwhelmed? Are you overcommitted? Are you overstressed? Are you over just over everything? Well then today this episode is for you and I'm going to be honest, it is... Like, you know, my, my goal here is to tell stories. This is where I am right in this moment, y'all. So it's a good episode today. Hang tight. We're going to talk about uh, when you can't do a lot, just do a little. All right. Y'all, here's the situation. Uh, I'm feeling all of those things that I just mentioned, overwhelmed, overcommitted, overstressed, kind of over everything right now. And it's only mid-January, <laughs> right? So today we're in the moment with Terry. And it just made me think of kind of being in the moment uh, often because I don't think this is a, this is not a unique feeling. This is not a uh, something that just happens at the start of a year when you realize how many things that start in January. Everything starts in January, right? So you're new your new goals start in January, maybe, you know, your kids are starting a new semester, or maybe you're starting a new semester of school, um, you know, new Bible studies and classes start at church, um, you know, new, new everything happens, new commitments, new fitness programs, new everything happens in January, plus all the stuff that your kids are doing starts in January, and all the stuff that your husband or your spouse or everybody else is doing starts in January, so January is a crazy month. In fact, I wish January was not the month that everything started. Maybe something start in January and then, oh my gosh, start things in February, you know, give everybody a break in January. But right now I am feeling the stress because everything starts. And today, this week, I'm feeling especially stressed because, um, I have a ton of stuff to do. I actually did take some time over the last week between New Year's and Christmas and around those times to not work every single day. Uh, and so with my things that I do, my jobs, <laughs> I have the flexibility to kind of make my own schedule so I can pick and choose if I want to take a day off, I take a day off, right? So, but the, you know, the backlash of that is that things pile up. So I've got a bunch of deadlines for some of my writing clients, my writing assignments. Uh, I'm leaving town this week. In fact, tomorrow, because uh, I've got a, uh, and I just told the whole entire interweb that I'm leaving town, but don't, don't come and get me in my house. But, um, I, you know, I have this conference that I go to for the makeup and skincare business that I run and it's, I'm very excited about it. It's a great conference. It's our glam conference. So we get to learn all about, um, 
our products and applying things to look glamorous and how to apply things properly and just using, you know, it's good product knowledge. It's good skincare information. It's all kinds of good stuff. And I love to go, but I'm so stressed because, oh my gosh, it's the second week of January and I have to pack up and go and do this thing. So I, you know, I've got all of these deadlines because, you know, you know, writing assignments, it's just, it's that time of the month for writing assignments for me. And so I'm, I've spent every day this week so far writing a million words. I've written so many words. I didn't even know I knew that many words. I've got so many, I've written so many things this week from social media posts to blog articles to all kinds of stuff, trying to catch up. So I don't let my clients down because I'm going to miss a few days where I could be working, right? Because I'm going to be out for another work thing for another job. So I'm stressed about that. I've got roofers coming tomorrow. <laughs> they were coming in the morning and I'm trying to get out of town in the morning. And I, it's it's like, you know, you plan for a while to have your roof done and you go through all the paperwork and the contractor and all that kind of stuff. And then it's like, finally the day happens and I don't want to reschedule it, but oh my gosh, everything happens the same day. Actually, it's a blessing because I won't be here to hear the nail pounding and my dog will be, you know, not around and stuff like that. But Oh my gosh, it's all on the same day. So I also, I wanted to do my nails because when you're girly, when you're going to a girly conference, I'm not girly. So when you're going to a girly conference, I kind of feel like I have to step up my girly game, right? So I have to pack still, I haven't even done that. And packing for these trips is so stressful for me because I feel like one, if you listen to my last episode, you know, I weigh a little bit more than I'm used to weighing. So I've been having trouble fitting into some of the clothes that I was able to wear to prior conferences. So, like I gotta go actually find things in my closet right now that I can wear and pack and feel like I'm uh, modestly dressed. <laughs> And I, so that's stressful. And then, you know, I don't usually do my nails. I do so many things with my hands that I'm always breaking nails and chipping nail polish and stuff like that. But I feel like if I'm going to be around, you know, a glam conference, I probably need to step up my nail game. So that was on the plan for today. Got a pack. So I got to figure out how many outfit changes I needed and how many shoes I need and different things and all the makeup I have to take now because this is what I do and the cause, you know, the skincare, the cosmetics. I'm also a makeup artist, so I'm supposed to bring some of my makeup artist stuff with me. And I hate checking a bag, so I'm trying to cram all of this into my carry-on rolly bag and then another, you know, bag or purse so I don't have to check anything. I got to get my dog ready to go for more tomorrow, so I got to get all of her boarding stuff ready. I've got to eat at some point <laughs> this evening, and I got to fit in some sleep somewhere. So that's kind of me in a nutshell right now. Kind of freaking out because, you know, I, and I love to travel. I really do. And I love these conferences and I love to get up and go. And I'd love to have a new scenery for a few days just to be around people I really enjoy and I love in this business. Some of my best friends, you know, it's just a great time. It's, you know, it's a good time for me to be girly for a little while and then I can turn it back off when I come back home. But all of this kind of stuff is just really stressing me out. But you know what? I realized it's not actually, it's not unique to this week or this day or anything. I just happen to have a lot of stuff going on this week and it's kind of stressing me out. You know, as an introvert too, you know, I'm kind of anticipating, I'm really anxious about, you know, several days of not really having any downtime and being around people you know, constantly. And, you know, as an introvert, go back and listen to my episode about, um, it's called, do you, do they know you're funny? Um, as an introvert, if you're not familiar with us, we need our downtime. We need our space. We like quiet. We like, uh, we don't like big things. I don't like big, you know, conferences where there's a lot of noise and music and everybody's real excited and stuff like that. So I suck it up for these events and don't get me wrong. They're fantastic. It's just a little much for me sometimes. So the anxiety, because I've done several of these already, the anxiety is already there because I know what's coming. So all of that is me in a nutshell today, but you know what? I 
it's kind of like life, right? So we all we all have these moments when we do this. So my week this week is like a snapshot, I feel like, of a lot of our lives these days. We always feel this way. It's not a one-off. It's not a, it's not a, oh, this week I have a lot going on. It's like all the time. We've got just too much going on and we feel overwhelmed. We feel overstressed. We feel overcommitted. And then we just get over everything and we freeze. And I think those, those, that kind of life pattern is pretty common for a lot of people. And I feel like that keeps us from doing more. I feel like doing more keeps us from doing more. What? That's another Terryism. That's for you. <laughs> but do you, does that make sense what I'm saying? Like, we feel like we have to do all the things. And by doing all the things, we're not able to get actually anything done, right? So think on that little nugget for a second. And I want to talk about um, just that whole idea of overcommitting, feeling overwhelmed, and how it just kind of paralyzes us and keeps us from, I think, really doing sometimes what we're meant to do. If we're just spread too thin, there's not enough of us to go around to the things that really need us, to the people who really need us, to the situations who really need us. And that's been really clear to me today because I don't feel like there's enough of me <laughs> to go around just to all the things that I need to do, the people I need to touch base with, all the stuff that needs to happen before I can get on a plane and travel for my conference tomorrow. Hang on. So I want to qualify though, that I don't feel like, I'm not trying to say it's a bad thing if you do a lot of things. Some people love to be super busy and they need to kind of have all the stuff going on all the time. They can't sit still. They like to be involved. Um, they, they're doing all kinds of stuff and that is awesome. I, I am not in, in any way trying to communicate that um, you're all doing too much stuff, right? But I think we do have a tendency to do that kind of in our in our lifestyle and just kind of the way society, I believe, too little when I talk about society. Um, society kind of kind of tells us that if you're not doing anything, you're wasting time, or you're not growing personally, or you're not reaching your full potential, or you know, if you're not packed, you know, if your schedule's not packed full all the time, what are you doing with your life? Kind of thing, you know. And I, you know, I really think like, like, um, I, I really feel like that doesn't do us a lot of good. Like, why not focus on the things that we know we really love and can do well, and then add more if we feel accomplished in those areas. And that's kind of just a random thought for me, but whether it's family, whether it's work, whether it's friends or whether it's fun, we want to do everything. We want to, we don't want to say no to anything. We want to be seen. We want people to see us. We want to see other people. And I think it goes back to, and you I, you know, I continue to rail on Facebook sometimes, but I really, um, I have a love hate relationship with Facebook. I feel like it's not always great for us because we see everybody doing all the things and we want their life, right? We're not satisfied with just, okay, but I, I just go to work and come home or I go to work and I go to a book club or I come home and I just do, you know, I work out and that's all I do. So, I mean, if that's, <laughs> that's all you do and you're happy and fulfilled and you feel like you're doing your thing in life, that's great. You don't have to do 19 other things just because your friend Susie is posting on Instagram her entire life of, you know, saving children and rescuing cats and then, you know, taking her 19 children to every, you know, football practice and ballet dance practice that that they have and they all are on the same day, but she makes it happen. It's just, it's unbelievable. Some people can truly handle that and some of us can't. I cannot. <laughs> I, as busy as I am and all the things that I do, if I had to like multiply that by small children or other people right now, I think my head would just flat out explode. 
but we just, you know, we do all the things and we're running around with our kids and we feel like our kids have to be involved in 19 activities and um, they have to do sports and music and all this kind of stuff. And, you know, if that's really truly what they need to be doing and, and that's, that's the model for your family and it's working well, more power to you. That's amazing. But I feel like there's a lot of pressure sometimes and I don't have kids, you know, I talk about that. But I watch my friends with kids sometimes just, I just, I, they make me tired. <laughs> They're always running around and always doing the things. And I'm like, where's the quality time, right? I get that you need to do a lot of stuff and that the kids need to have activities and stuff like that. When I was a kid, I didn't do all that stuff. I mean, I had piano lessons, so I did that. I was played basketball. I did tennis. I did enough stuff as in the marching band in high school. I did enough stuff to where I had activities. I had an after-school job. But I also had plenty of downtime and I don't think my parents or I felt like I was being understood, underserved as a child if I didn't have my day planned out every moment of the day. If that makes sense, like, you know, I feel like my my uh, activity level as a kid would put me in like the, <laughs> in the what's wrong with your child, <laughs> you know, bucket these days because I was busy and I had lots to do and I had plenty of friends to hang out and lots of fun and all that kind of stuff, but I wasn't like, you know, on Saturday afternoons, I, you know, if I didn't have to work that day, I could sit around and do nothing and it was totally fine. It was acceptable. I didn't feel like, you know, I needed to, I don't know, my parents didn't feel like I need to be in a million activities either. So I'm not trying to slam any families if that's, if that's your life. Um, I just think we, we feel so much pressure, outside pressure for, you know, ourselves to be involved in a million things, whether it's a book club and I've been trying to get to a book club and I've missed all three of them. <laughs> <laughs> because they've been three months and I've missed all three of them <laughs> and I've read the books. I just couldn't get myself to the actual book club. <laughs> it's like, I just have too much stuff going on and I feel bad. And that's the thing we feel bad. And I don't want us to feel bad when we can't make all of our commitments. I want to be able to commit to stuff to a group, to people and not have to be there all the time and for it to be okay. <laughs> Is that even a thing? Like I'm, I'm, I'm reluctant to join a Bible study group at my church because I'm afraid if I miss a week, I'm going to be frowned upon. And that's not a reflection of my church by any means at all. But I feel like it's not acceptable. If you can't be there hundred percent of the time, don't be there at all. And there's some truth to that. If you commit to something, you really do need to commit. You need to be there. You need to participate. You need to show up and you need to do the things that you commit to. But what happens when you're just overcommitted and you can't be everywhere all the time? You're going to have to miss something some of the time. So is it okay to miss something some of the time or is it okay to just have less things on your plate? So I know I'm kind of rambling, but this really got me ramped up today as I realized how stressed and overwhelmed I'm feeling this week. And it's not not really a reflection of me being overcommitted this week. It's just, uh, you know, everything seems to happen this week for me <laughs> after a couple weeks of a lot of downtime because of holidays and stuff like that. So it really just hit me that, oh my gosh, and don't get me wrong, I am not complaining about the stuff that I'm doing. Uh, I love you know, all my writing assignments and my clients and that kind of thing. It's fantastic. It's just a lot this week on top of having to go be girly. I think that's probably the big, <laughs> the biggest stressor actually is that I've got this girly pressure this weekend that I have to show up and be girly or at least, you know, you know, pretend to be girly, you know, the whole selfies and the squealing and the high heels and the whatever. I don't do high heels, not at these events. There's too much walking. So anyway, so what do we do? So when we get so overwhelmed that we feel like we can't do anything and it's like Tuesday, right? And you still have the rest of the week to go and so many activities and everything started and um, everything is just, there's so much of everything and you can't get your laundry done, can't get your house clean, can't do anything. Like, what do you do? And my answer to that is that you do have to triage. You have to figure out 
okay, I can't do everything, I can do a little. Because I think so often our response to not being able to do all of it is to do none of it. And I think the none of it is the sad thing. I think that's the wrong answer. And the reason why I feel like that's the case is because we just freeze up. We miss out on things if we don't feel like we can do everything, we don't do anything. And I think that's why we miss goals. That's why I miss goals. Why, why it's one part, one reason why I don't plan goals. Because <laughs> I'm like, if I can't hit the goal, <laughs> I don't want to do it at all. And that's so wrong. You need to be able to, to get, there's got to be a happy medium. And that's something I'm working on. But, it, you know, scale back, right? So maybe it's too late to cancel on commitments this week. And I encourage you not to cancel on commitments if they're truly priority of people depending on you. If you're going to sign up for it, you better show up and do it, right? But think ahead. Like if you are on a committee for the PTA, you really don't have time for it anymore. Don't sign up for it again next year. Like, does your kid really care if you're on the PTA? <laughs> I know that makes me sound like a total jerk, but think about it. Would your kid rather you be showing up to her events or spending time with her after school or going to PTA meetings and being stressed because you can't handle all your PTA stuff? I don't know anybody that's not specific. That's not specific to anyone. I'm just using that as an example, but seriously, scale back. Like, I, I've had to do this in my own life. I just can't do all the things that come at me. And that's hard for me sometimes because I feel like I'm letting people down when I can't be there or I can't do something or if they need my help or they offer something, you know, to help me because people are so sweet. They want the, to help the introvert get out and meet people. Right. And I love that. I love them. So then I feel like, okay, they're trying to help me. So I need to, I need to show up. I need to do the thing. And then I'm like, well, I need to do it for me too, because I need to meet some more people and get out there and, you know, show them how amazing I am and, and not just sit at home all the time. And I don't sit at home all the time, but sometimes I feel like I do, but you know, so I will say, yes, I will be that for that thing. And then that day comes and I can't get there because I forgot that I have 10 things I have to write today and I have to do a podcast episode and that kind of thing. So here's the deal. There it is again. That's when you need to listen up. So, and I actually don't know that I have a huge here's the deal to follow that. I'm just trying to <laughs> get my thoughts together. Triage. That's the word of the day. Okay. So that's our episode word of the day. It's our first word of the day <laughs> ever. <laughs> but that's what we're doing today. We're triaging. So today, so I rattled off a whole bunch of things that I wanted to get done today. It's already most of the day is gone. I've been very busy, very productive today. I've gotten a lot done. But are there some things that aren't going to get done because some other things need to get done before I can go to my conference tomorrow? Yes. Are my nails going to get done tonight? Probably not. And I'm okay with that. That's the thing. Start with the things that don't matter much. Nobody's going to care if I show up tomorrow with my nails done or not. Nobody is. Of course, if somebody's listening to this and they're there tomorrow and they say something to me about my nails, I'm going to be actually really excited because that means I know somebody's listening to my podcast. <laughs> but that's probably not going to happen. Am I going to eat? Yes. Am I going to sleep? Yes. Probably not as much as I want to, but that has to happen. I got to get some sleep before I get on a plane tomorrow. Um, the roofers, I just can't even worry about it. They're going to show up and do the roof no matter what. So that's fine. I don't have to worry about that. Take that off my stress plate. Pretty much done with my writing assignments for today. I've got it all planned out to get the rest of them done before they're due next week. I did a really good job of that this week, so I can be proud of that today. The stress of that can go away because I actually did what I needed to do this week in terms of catching up on all the writing assignments and getting them done and getting them turned in so that my client is not waiting on me because I have something else to do, right? Good job, Terry. So you got to celebrate the wins. And sometimes when you celebrate the wins of doing a little or knocking off a couple things on your long, long checklist of things that you feel like have to get done, you have to stop for a second and celebrate the things that you did get done. 
You have to say, good job on doing these five things, even though these 50 things didn't get done. <laughs> so here's the thing. I think you will freeze less when you're when your, your task load is manageable. Does that make sense? So if you're a to-do lister, you know, making out your to-do list, do it. I tend to do that sometimes. Other times I get really overwhelmed with the length of my list. So then I just stop putting things on it. <laughs> that sometimes means things don't get done. But, you know, look at your to-do list. If you're a to-do list maker, what can wait? Not everything has to be done right now. If you have, you know, like me, I've got four days where I'm going to be pretty much out of commission for other jobs while I'm working one job. So, and I love this conference. I know I already told you this, but this is how I learned to take care of my, my makeup and skincare clients. This is how I learned to teach other women how to feel beautiful on the inside and the outside. It's how I, I tap into that part of what I do that, I mean, everything I do works together and it makes me it makes me really happy with the career I've chosen in these different paths. But, you know, this part of what I do is awesome because it gets in touch with a creative side that I never knew I had. I connect with women uh, on site at this conference and we build each other up. It's just a big love fest. So I tease when I say it's girly and it's stressful, even though it is, but it's an amazing event. So, you know, even if you don't have that in the middle of your week this week, what doesn't have to happen this week, right? Can, is there something on your list that can wait till next week or till next month? Um, if you're planning to start a million projects this week or this month, can any of them wait? Should any of them wait? Why, why set yourself up to fail with too many things that you're choosing to do when you can easily win at more things by taking a few things off of your plate? And I know I'm, y'all, I'm an overcommitter, bad. So this is a good little pep talk for myself and hopefully it resonates with others too but you're going to freeze up less instead of um, feeling like you have to do it all you're going to know that you can do a little you're going to do a little towards your lot right so doing a little is progress so i want you to be proud if you can get a little bit done if you can get you know a chunk of your to-do list done today if you can get half the tasks you needed to do tonight done before you know the kids wake up and have to go to school tomorrow and you didn't pack their lunch what they're fine they'll find something to eat it's okay you'll feel more accomplished when you accomplish something right? If it's not everything, that's okay. But as long as you're accomplishing something, you're going to feel accomplished. You're going to feel defeated if you just give up and not do anything, right? And that's I, that's speaking from experience because that's where I get. I do too much, too much, too much. And then I hit a wall and I'm like, that's it. I'm not doing anything. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> Leave me alone. But I find that if I can, if I can, you know, like siphon off a few things, triage, that's our word, and accomplish a few of those things, then, oh my gosh, I feel like, I feel encouraged to do more things. I feel ready to take on more. And so if you can knock down your list to what's bite-sized, what feels manageable this week and knock that out, and you still have time and energy to do more things on your list, keep going for sure. But do that, take a bite-sized approach instead of a, if I can't do all of it, I don't wanna do any of it approach, right? Because that's how we move towards our goals. When we feel too overwhelmed by the big goal, you have to break it down into bite-sized chunks and then move step-by-step step through those chunks, just chunking through, right? And then, you know, sooner or later, you're closer to your goal, you've knocked off a bunch of stuff, you can look back and go, oh my gosh, I did all of those things. So if I did all of those things, I can just keep marching along and doing each thing until I got them all done and the thing is finished, right? Pretty cool. But it is definitely, I'm going to end with this. It's important to meet your commitments. So, and this is where this is a, another pep talk, pep talk for me too. Um, 
you know, if you're going to commit to something, do it. So that's why I encourage you to really examine all of the things on your plate. And the first of the year is a great time to do that because you're still early enough in the year to go, oh, okay, maybe that's too much. Maybe I need to not do that or go, okay, I'm pretty well balanced. You know what? I feel like I can do everything on my plate. I'm in good shape. Got my to-do list. I feel like I'm everywhere I need to be. I'm with everyone I need to be with. I'm not letting any clients down. I'm not letting my kids down. I'm not letting my spouse down. I'm not letting friends down. Pretty well balanced. Everything's good. Here we go. So I just encourage you to keep your commitments to others. And I get this from Rachel Hollis when I listen to her stuff. It's great advice. Keep commitments to yourself. So if you, if I commit to go to a book club, <laughs> I should go. <laughs> Uh, I don't know that that's going to happen. That might be one of the things that needs to come off my plate for a while. Just that expectation that I can can keep up with that commitment, that one additional, um, you know, social commitment on my plate. But seriously, if you're going to make a commitment to yourself, you're going to say, I'm going to write these five articles this week. Write, you know, write the articles, even if they're only for your personal blog or for your personal business, whatever it is. You know, if it's a, if you have a sales business and you, you know, you're, um, you have a sales quota, but it's only something that you know, that's fine. But make sure you're keeping commitments to yourself. If part of your commitments to yourself uh, are that I'm going to not overcommit myself, keep that commitment. <laughs> Does that make sense? Commit to yourself not to overcommit. There's another one. You can word swag that one. Put my name on it. But, um, oh, you know, commit to not overcommit. So um, that's really catchy. Dang, I'm good. But that's a serious thing. So if you're, you know, maybe one of your 2019 goals, and you know how I hate resolutions, go back and listen to that episode. But if your goal this year is to not overdo it, to make more time for yourself, which is a huge commitment and a huge honorable commitment and something we should all do. Make time for others in your family, maybe make more time for, you know, your kids or make more time for just, you know, relaxation together as a family, whatever that is. That's huge. You need to commit to doing that and not stockpile your plate full of stuff to do so that you edge yourself out of that commitment. So commit to yourself, commit to uh, to others. Make sure you keep those commitments. I'm going to say it one more time here as we close. Commit to not over committing. Hey, thanks for listening today. A little bit shorter episode today because I'm taking my own advice, trying to do just a little instead of a lot. But I hope you still find a tremendous amount of value, even though I didn't talk quite as long today. Thank you so much for listening. Um, and if you find value in this episode or any episode, please share it with a friend, share it with an enemy, share it with anybody. Uh, the more you share, the more people find me and the greater my audience grows. And that just really helps me. It's all about me, <laughs> but I appreciate that so much. I love doing this podcast. I'm having so much fun and I just appreciate that people pop in and listen and support what I do. Uh, I'm now on more platforms. I'm on 10 platforms. Now you can now find me also on Castbox and overcast. In addition to Apple podcasts, Google, Spotify, breaker, pocket cast, radio, public stitcher. There may be more out there. I just don't know about them yet. Of course, anchor is my host and you can find me on anchor as well. Feel free to support me. That's a wonderful thing to do. Um, I love your support. I have sponsors now. It's fantastic. So if you feel the desire to go, hey, you know what? That was really awesome. I'm going to support her. Follow the link in the episode notes to Anchor. You will be able to support me for as little as a dollar a month. It's pretty fantastic. And when you sponsor me, you get special things like shout outs in an episode. You get shout outs on the Facebook page that goes with this show, my personal page. I will support you because you support me. Thank you so much for listening and I will talk to you.
to you. I won't see you. I will talk to you next time on the next episode of I Have Things to Say. <laughs>